Hi folks, and welcome back to the Talent Spark podcast. This is episode number seven, and today we chatted to Nicola Anderson, the interim CEO of Fintech Scotland. So despite the pandemic, it's actually been quite a busy year for the team at Fintech. There have been another 20 new businesses started in Scotland. Um, a group of teachers have launched a new initiative in schools to help youngsters to manage their money much better. And it turns out that Fintech is closely linked to our battle with climate change as we look forward to COP26. So all in all, it sounds like 2021 is going to be very exciting. So let's get on and hear from Nicola. Great, so uh, welcome again to our, our uh, the Talent Spark podcast. Today we are joined by Nicola Anderson, the interim CEO at Fintech Scotland. Nicola, great to have you with us today. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, do you want to give us a bit of an introduction to yourself and 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 to what your your role is at Fintech Scotland? Sure. Thanks very much for having me along, Ewan. It's great to be here this morning. Um, so as you say, I'm the interim CEO at Fintech Scotland. Um, Fintech Scotland is a Scotland is Scotland's cluster management organisation, um, where we're really here to help young entrepreneurial businesses in the fintech sector in Scotland um, promote and and scale and grow. Um, So we're here very much focused on the entrepreneurial community in Scotland Mm -hmm. and helping Scotland realise that opportunity through fintech, both at an economic and at a social level. Brilliant. Thank you very much. So, um, 2020 where do you start it's been it's been quite a year and uh, I, I think I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that's the start of most people's inter, you know interviews but I mean it, it has had an impact you know but I was wondering what sort of impact it's had on fintech because it's a kind of I mean we've all had to deal with living from home you know working from home and and and, and sorting out our finances from here and not getting to the bank or not going to the shops and so on so you know, has fintech? Uh, how, how has it dealt with twenty twenty and the impact of of the pandemic and and us all working from home? Yeah, it's a, it's a absolutely it's that it's that top of mind question for everybody, isn't it? Um, so there's a number of things that I, that I think are, would be important to say here in in answer to that question. So if we looked at the fintech community as a whole and those those entrepreneurial businesses. What we've seen actually, Ewan, is the number of fintech businesses grow um, during COVID-19 and during the pandemic. So we've welcomed um, around another 20 businesses into that fintech community over that period of time, Um, all focused on different innovations and and different markets and different opportunities and propositions, Mm -hmm. but really seeing that entrepreneurial spirit develop in the subject of fintech. We've seen others, other fintechs who've made very sensible business decisions and, and have been thoughtful about um, securing business at that time. Um, some have had to take advantage of the furlough scheme, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we've seen a huge uptick in the demand for fintech innovation in the financial services industry. Mm-hmm. And what we are absolutely um, really proud of here in Scotland is that many of our fintech entrepreneurs were working to that agenda of delivering better outcomes for people and that financial inclusion agenda. And so they've been in a really strong position to help the financial services sector um, 
digitally interact with their customers, whether that's onboarding a customer in a digital mm -hmm. way, um, mm -hmm. which would have been different from that physical environment before, mm -hmm. or whether that's lending to a customer in a digital way, mm -hmm. or whether that's um, helping a customer in another way um, digitally. We've had a huge variety um, there where our fintech entrepreneurs have just been in that um, prime position to help and to help people manage money. Yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned that inclusion, uh, you know, you mentioned inclusion there and that I noticed on the on the website, you know, there has been a big, a big drive and a big push for this. And I think well, I had it in my notes here, you know, the um, the um, UK financial well, uh, well-being strategy that was launched, uh, you know, financial services, the inclusion part of it, I think you're right. There's always been that 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 nervousness to talk about financial, you know, financial situations. And I noticed a number of companies are kind of pushing that to try and help people just talk about money as much as anything else so that's been a really important something like you say across such a, a challenging time like so the pandemic where where people are obviously financially struggling uh you know people have, have found it difficult and to open up and to talk about that is really an inclusive way you know and there's a number of companies that are helping people with that likes of amicus and and, and so on is that's that, right. that, that that's been part of that growth i guess it's, it's been a huge part of that growth. So there's been a number of strands, and I'll come back to inclusion in a minute, but there's mm. been a number of strands in that growth. So mm. fundamental to that um, is the fintech's ability to drive data insights. So right. we have really strong data analytic and data insight businesses here mm. in Scotland um, uh, connected to that that thought of open banking and the opportunities that arose through that legislation change. Mm -hmm. So those fintechs have been have been really at the fore in driving some of that insight to help mm -hmm. their businesses and others make really good decisions. Mm -hmm. So Float is another great example of an innovative business helping the SME community as we think about economic recovery mm -hmm. and Float is is helping those SMEs just really understand cash flow so that they're able to make the right decisions at the right time. Yeah, yeah. So real time cash flow is 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 um, a novelty. I think many of us have been in business would agree. So, so it's really innovative. Um, uh, so so there's that type of innovation. There's the operating model type of innovation mm -hmm. where the fintechs are helping move from a physical to a digital environment. And then absolutely okay. really proud of the financial inclusion strengths that we have in Scotland. Yeah. Amicus, you've mentioned already, mm -hmm. who are involved at the moment in a fantastic project called Proxy Address, yes. where... There, so you'll have heard of that absolutely. That this concept that you need an address to prove your identity, and they're challenging some of those norms. Um, mm -hmm. which is you know, which is really progressive thinking, uh, yeah, really yeah. progressive thinking. So, the money and pension service talk have launched their UK financial well being strategy, which you mm -hmm. just talked about, and our fintech community in Scotland is contributing to the development of some of that thinking where we will hopefully see fintech play a role in how that delivers and advances, as well as you've also touched there on talking about money. So we had, during during COVID, we've had um, National Money Talk Money Week, another initiative um, by the Money and Pension Service. And I think you're absolutely right. This gives us a really good opportunity to embrace that mm -hmm. concept of, of breaking free and starting to open up that conversation about money 
and fintech and the innovations behind it to drive those insights through data just allows that conversation to happen a little more. I think absolutely. I think the um, I think just as you talked about the disruption there of the market, you know, the disru- you know the challenging of some of these norms that have just been, like you say, the, the proxy address that the, the, the you know amicus are challenging. I think that's the mindset that these you know entrepreneurs have brought to that to say, well, you know what, it doesn't have to be that way. We, we'll challenge this and let's see what we can let's see where we can go. And it, it's about helping people. You know, it's like you've mentioned right at the start, improving people's lives. You know, you know, using yeah. fintech to improve people's lives, which is which is key. You know, and 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 it really, I know from a from a recruiter's point of view, there's so many more people want to be involved in businesses that have a a bigger impact than just. A business you know they have a, a wider impact and i know that's a, a big pool for a number of people who are looking for jobs right now absolutely so if I, as i think about impact and i think about some of those amazing entrepreneurs um we have a group of teachers who are coming around the concept of teaching children about digital money and developing yeah. an innovation called sonic pocket mm-hmm. so this notion that you that children um Generation Alpha, I think, um, possibly won't, won't, uh, you know, won't appreciate physical money when they're my age or, <laughs> or beyond. Yeah. Um, so how do you teach the value of money when you don't yeah. have to hold it? And yeah. what does that look like? So that's the kind of innovation that they're coming around. But Ewan, as we look to the future and think about Scotland's opportunity, I we are starting to see our fintech community and other innovations come around the subject of the climate agenda. And that has a real opportunity, I think, from an impact perspective and sets us up in really strong, as we think about the pathway to COP26 in particular, yeah. really driving some change in that space. You mentioned there just about, you know, you've, we've talked a bit about Scotland there and uh, there are there are other regions that are doing fintech and, and growing. And I wondered if you had seen other areas where you think actually there's some really good ideas here or there. You know, are there are other regions that are doing well that we might be able to pick up some thoughts from or pick up some tips from. Oh, absolutely. Yes, with, without question. And and that's one of our um, key areas of focus okay. and always has been at Fintech Scotland. So we've worked to build bridges and, and establish communities beyond our Scotland network. Mm-hmm. So we're part of the FinTech National Network here in the UK, okay. which shares um, innovation and lessons right across the FinTech hubs um, from mm-hmm. FinTech Wales, FinTech Northern Ireland, FinTech North in uh, the north of England, etc. So there's that opportunity to learn from each other, which is key and vital. So we yeah. really can progress. And then at Fintech Scotland, we also have um, a similar arrangement with a group of European hubs. We're working with about 16 European hubs, again, to share and learn lessons. And we hope to do more in particular with um, the Fintech Corridor in Ireland, um, who are considering the payment sector at the moment. And we have real strength in Scotland in the payment sector, so we can build some good alliances there. And then we look to Asia um, and some of the work that's happening in that market. Um, uh, um, you know, we'll do some work, hopefully, with um, Hong Kong and Singapore as well in the future. And okay. um, so that we we absolutely have to be connected globally on mm. this. And we're in a really strong position that that Scotland welcomes that. And we can um, have those relationships to learn from each other. 
it's just to jump back slightly, you know, you touched on that about the the the, the environmental impact of the climate change and so on. I, can you talk to us a bit more about that? How 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 do they link? Oh, no problem at all. Yeah. So in the there's quite a bit of thinking at the moment about the role that the financial services industry has to help address the climate agenda. Right. Um, and it comes back to data and data insights, actually, um, I think, quite a lot. So um, the ability to analyse where you're spending your money and where that where that business then might have an impact environmentally. So you can make some choices as a consumer as to whether or not you would want to spend your money there. You can make choices as an investor as to whether or not you would want to invest your money because you have deeper insights into some of the practices that those businesses would do. So it's it's that type of data analytics and those in that type of information that makes you as an investor, a consumer, a citizen more informed about some of the decisions that you can make. And then that spending power then helps to drive and influence some of those businesses to change. That's fascinating. So that, that's <laughs> yeah. quite a lot. That, that, you're right. I mean, at the heart of all this is, is data, isn't it? You know, that is it's that data to make better decisions, quicker decisions to impact on us, you know, whether it's climate change or whether it's, you know, you know, mental health almost, you know, from a, from, from a mental health point of view for people to really understand, well, actually, here's your money laid out. This is how it can help you. You know, they can give you plans and give you advice, something similar to what Nude are doing, uh, you know, to try and help people to to achieve their first mortgage or to achieve, the, the you know, the, the, the money they need to try and get their first mortgage to get on that housing ladder. It's, uh, you know, building a community around that, you know, and, and it's really innovative, you know, and it can help people to make better decisions like you'd say. Absolutely. So I think, you know, go back to your first question about 2020 and we've all had to adjust, haven't we? And and there's a whole lot of this phrase of new norms, um, (laughs) a whole lot of new norms. And I I was thinking about this a little bit um, over the last few days as you reflect at the end of the year. And I think fintech is setting us up for a whole lot of new norms. And Mm. Nude is a great example of a business that's helping us think about new saving norms, which um, just allows us to be more thoughtful because they're bringing to light some insights through that data. Really strengthens the build of that of those skills. So Mm -hmm. um, that that's 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 really really useful from that that perspective. Um, And then I think the other focus for skills, um, of course, is that we start to think about um, getting children really connected to financial services and that opportunity through fintech. Mm-hmm. And, and that helps us then progress homegrown talent too. So there's a there's a the complete opportunity here um, for us to support support the growth of the fintech community through lessons globally, mm-hmm. as well as getting the insights and expectations of the younger generations coming through to help us drive that change. Um, so given its global nature. Um, you know, we talk about fintech Scotland, fintech Wales, fintech Ireland, and everybody's coming together. Do we should we worry about regions or, or you know different sectors, or is it a case that actually fintech is just this global mo- movement, and there happens to be a, a pocket of people here, you know, because it's it's cross borders, isn't it? You know, it's 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 it, that's the nature of it. It opens up opportunities across the globe. Do we need to worry too much about, about areas and groups? Um. So. I, I think it makes us stronger, actually. Um, we have 
a really strong heritage in Scotland um, in the financial services sector, in the tech sector, and we're building that strength in the data sector. Yeah. And we are innovators here um, as well. And also we, we welcome the diversity of thought and the diversity of contribution and that inclusive approach really really helps strengthen us so i i think it's that it's about embracing that and really building that collaborative opportunity that will help us progress Um, and it's recognizing our strengths um where we have a role to play as well as where we can learn from other areas that will just add um and allow us to prosper yeah no absolutely i think the uh you mentioned there the, the diversity of thought and I think that's I, I was writing a piece about that the other day that you know it's so important that there is that that, that diversity of, of, of thought you know around the board table or around any table you know around the, any team to help them to um, to help them to grow to understand their customers better to provide better services you know that, that really seems to be at the heart of this rather than specifically around gender or ethnicity or anything else it's, it's about diversity of thought isn't it yeah absolutely absolutely so Given, uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Brexit? Uh, who knows what's going to happen with COVID? What, what does 2021 look like for FinTech Scotland? I know that's a, a difficult question to answer, I would imagine, but... um, So, we are in for a very exciting year. Um, I'm very, conf- very confident about that, having seen the FinTech community grow during COVID and during um, 2020. Uh with that opportunity then for 2021 firmly in our sights. Um, so you and we were we're focused on international opportunities, mm-hmm. helping those fintechs established here in Scotland really scale and think about that opportunity. Yeah. Well, so that uh, entrepreneurial development is firmly in in our mind, and, and we'll continue to support that. Mm-hmm. Um, The UK government have been doing a review of fintech. The HMT review has been underway. We're expecting recommendations from that um, around um, April time next year. So that will give us another opportunity to really think about the next steps for UK fintech and and how we play our role in that. And Fundamentally, um, we at Fintech Scotland um, will progress with our plans to move into that next cluster excellence phase. Mm-hmm. Um, I've touched on the European, or, sorry, the international work that we plan to do in that, but we also plan to do more in the research and development um, area, mm-hmm. really thinking about the role of R&D in um, Fintech innovations. So there are a host of opportunities yeah. for 2021, um, that's for sure. I think um, the likelihood is that we are going to continue to be working from home um, <laughs> for a while into 2021. Um, and that gives us an opportunity just to continue to reflect and to think about how do we connect and make sure that we're including people and it's through those lived experiences then that we're able to progress and, and advance that. And um, so I think there's uh, the future. The future is promising in the world of fintech. I I think is that's for sure. Sounds it sounds great. Um, 
thank you again for your time today. I really appreciate you taking a bit of time out uh, just before Christmas as well. So, um, Nicholas, you want to just give us a, you know, if, if people want to get in touch or they want to, to find out more about FinTech Scotland, do you want to give us just an idea of where they can, where they can do that? Sure. Thank you, Ewan. Um, so please sign up for our newsletter. Um, you'll, find, you'll find that at the FinTech Scotland website. But also, if they could, um, if you're interested, please follow us on Twitter, follow us on uh, LinkedIn, um, and we'll be delighted to hear from you, hear your ideas. Um, think anybody that's interested in talking about financial services for the future and how fintech can play a role, we'd really be keen to hear about that. Brilliant. Well, thank you again, and uh, and have a lovely Christmas. Thanks, you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast please leave us a review and make sure you subscribe to hear the next episode. Remember, you can catch us on Twitter at talent underscore spark, on LinkedIn at talentspark community, or just visit our website www.talentspark.scot.